You are listening to Becoming BioQuantum with DMT and your hosts, Jules and Leanne. Blessings, everyone. It's Jules and I have Rebecca with me and I'm sitting in the car because I am actually on the journey and waiting for to get into my next place I'll be staying in. So we are going to talk a little bit today about Rebecca's experience of the journey. I think today is going to be when we talk about our third code. So we're still pretty early in the journey. And I'm just going to turn it over to you, Rebecca, because I think you had something kind of coming in and I don't want you to lose it. So go ahead. Um, well, just every, so we're on the third code and every time Jules, when you're, um, coding, you know, I haven't known exactly when it would be or where you were, but then once the video comes back, like I can feel the day that you're physically coding because it's like my energy gets so high that day (laughs) that, um, it's, like, I just know something is going on. And every time I've been like, oh, I bet Jules is is doing her work. And then it always is confirmed that you are. And also I, um, like, just for example, so this third code, you just sent the stuff about, okay, this is dealing with the law of attraction. And I have been wrestling with that question of what is the law of attraction? What is manifestation for at least the past week, 10 days? And I'm like, why am I like looping in these thoughts Mm -hmm. about manifestation, about law of attraction? And then it turns out that's what this code is about. And so I'll have no, you know, real foreknowledge of what's coming, but it's like energetically, I'll be wrestling with the questions. Similarly with the second code, which was about identity Um, I just happened to be going through all these old pictures from my mom's house. And so the same thing, I was like tapping into the consciousness of when I was a little girl and, you know, the various, um, identities I'd sort of inhabited across my life, as well as I felt like I could tap into the consciousness of like everyone I was seeing in the pictures. Um, and it was just so funny that that was then exactly what the second code was about. And so it's like, my life is mirroring, what's happening, um, in terms of the coding without even knowing that that's what we're going to be doing. So it's just been really special to feel that because it feels so, so connected, you know, um, like it just definitely feels like there's a field of energy and a field of meaning that's being created. And that, um, my experience is just absolutely reflecting exactly where you are. So I've loved having that very personal piece to it, you know? I love that you said that because I feel like that's what this journey is, is, you know, there's an intelligence that's running through it in that field is, you know, I call it the source field (laughs) is getting stronger as we are all contributing to the journey, either through our activations or just tuning into the frequency of each code. And it's very exciting that everyone's having very, very similar information and and similar experiences without actually talking to each other, right? And that just shows that, okay, there really is an intelligence that's running through us. And if anything, for those that need the validation or the evidence, 
I feel like that's pretty strong evidence. If there's a hundred and something people on this journey and without even talking, we're all having similar experiences. I mean, you have to think like, at what point does it go from um, coincidence to that there is truly this intelligence that is awakening in all of us? I'm just curious if you have um, how many of the activations you physically have done. I physically only did the first one so far. I had just, I've had a lot of um, life stuff going on and I am very intentional when I do it. I want to have time and space to walk to where I feel led to and, you know, have that quiet moment or, you know, I try to give myself at least an hour or two to be with an activation and I just haven't had that. So I'm excited. I think I'll probably do two and three maybe this week. I know I feel led to where I'm going to go. Um, and I, I will say the one that I did was so powerful, um, was so powerful. I felt just a very intense connection to everything. I mean, it was a very deep experience of oneness. Um, and, and in, in terms of just sort of my general experience, since this has all started, um, it feels like the accessibility of that field of intelligence is just so much easier. It's just absolutely at my fingertips and it's just a matter of relaxing into it. Like my ability to call upon it and to know it's there and to have the direct experience of it is instantaneous in a way that it's, it's never been. Um, and it feels like it's, you know, I can definitely feel, um, that the frequency of my body is raising because, you know, my, my day-to-day experience used to be like so up and down in terms of like either feeling very high and spiritually connected and like all is well. And, you know, the birds are singing, the sun is shining or just so at the mercy of my programming, um, that it felt like, it just was a struggle and it was exhausting and it feels like that's leveling out. I think that my programmed experience, the frequency of that now is just so much higher that even when I am kind of looping and programming, there's the emotional response is so much less. The identification in it is so much less. Um, the ability the amount of time I'll stay there is so much less. And so sort of the ability to kind of pull myself out um, is so much easier that those, the, the polarity of experience isn't quite so extreme. Um, And so it just feels like there's kind of a, like, it just feels like the journey is getting easier in the sense that it's, it's just becoming more natural to stay in higher frequencies versus, okay, I've got to do all this work to get myself there. Maybe I can hang out there for a minute, but then I'm going to hit a wall. I'm going to fall back down. And then I'm going to, you know, slowly raise back up. It just feels like, no, that, that falling back down, that level is raising. And so it's just a more of a matter of, of choice in a particular moment. It's not such a struggle to kind of get back up and then fall back down. It's like, um, that's that that bottom is is raising, if that makes sense. 
it makes perfect sense. And I know I can just feel the people that are listening, that it makes a lot of sense to them. And I'm just curious for maybe everybody that's listening, maybe asking yourself that question is how big of a difference is it between where you go when you're in that 963 or that spiritual state and then how much further down or if you want to say is the experience of your programming even just knowing the gauge between them just by experience is awareness right and that's a huge awareness to have so that when that gauge does start to move up that you're aware and you are aware of okay so what's different here and that's the question i'm going to ask you what's different so it's really interesting that you say that because part of what's different is you know when you're just like for me i i had such a strong emotional response to life and such a like level of fear and resistance and self-protection that there was a huge impetus to try to get to higher frequency because it felt better and so now that my day-to-day life is higher there's not like that extreme need to get there um but at the same time it's like it's almost makes it I don't want to say sweeter, but it just makes it more, it, the higher frequencies feel more natural in a way that it's like, I'm not so scared of losing them. And so it really feels more of just a matter of choice. And do I still sometimes choose to have my temper tantrum or my, (laughs) you know, but I want this and I want to do this my old way, you know, some things that I still will kind of loop in or things like, you know, competitiveness or superiority or whatever it is that my ego still has attachments to. And I will know that I'm doing it, but the ability to get out of it is so much easier. And it just, it's just like this, almost like this soft, background awareness that's like I'm here you just all you gotta do all you gotta do is say yes to having this like heart-centered experience that's so much more soft and beautiful it's like all of those hard edges are just slowly getting worn away um and and I also just I wake up with a level of um excitement to discover what life is going to bring to me where I used to live in so much fear of life. It was always, you know, using things like law of attraction to try to manifest a certain set of circumstances. So I would feel okay. So I'd feel safe. And I think also so much of what was driving, um, my use of law of attraction was just like wanting to know that the divine was on my side, like feeling like if I could just manifest this, then that would be my proof that God cares about me, that I'm worthy, that I'm enough, you know? And, um, now I have such a direct experience of the divine in my life that that concern, like, it's not to say that those thoughts, like that's, that's still a thought pattern I have access to, but it's like, that is so far from my lived experience today that it's like, now it's like, I have to work to remember what that was like, because I live in such a state of like, life is unfolding so beautifully and so magically 
that I'm just excited to experience it. And there's again, less of that need to make something happen, to push something forward, you know, because I, I, I need to feel a certain way or I need to see proof of something like it, all of that has just like calmed down. And so it's like, I feel like I'm in this really sweet spot of being able to just breathe and live life, you know, that's really, really, it's just amazing. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so much better than anything else I've, I've lived up until this point, you know? So I have to go back to that comment you made of like, oh, well, if this happens, then that God loves me, right? Or the divine loves me. And immediately I saw the program of what's actually, it's like, it's that little girl of like, oh, well, if I'm good, I'll be loved, right? And it's so funny how we can take those programs and apply it to an intelligence as that's already inside of us, right? So that divine intelligence or that source intelligence. And I just, for those of you that are listening, just maybe sit for a second and just think like, how many times have you had a comment like that? And instead of seeing the divine as something outside of you, this deliberation is actually between you and your programming. It's between the intelligence of you and your programming. Narrow it down and make it really, really small, right? It's either this or it's this. And both of them are inside of you. Which one are you going to choose? And when we do that, it just fine tunes things so much that it's a lot easier to choose the other, right? And I just found that really interesting because I could hear everyone going, yep, I do that. (laughs) I, it's so true. And I love, I love the way that you just put that because I still, I have a tendency and I, I felt while you were saying that coming up with like almost a unintention for the rest of the journey, which is like, I still have this like 1%, you know, that wants to hold back. Um, and in fact, like, um, is Roger want to say something? Yeah. You want to say something, honey? Say hi. Hey. Little baby in the backseat. Those <laughs> eyes, Jules. Oh my gosh. Um, it's so funny that, so what I was going to say is like, you know, I had this program of, um, of life is withholding from me or God is withholding from me. And what I've realized is like, that's, that's my own energy. I have a tendency to hold back. Like that's a real, um, sort of self-protective mechanism. That's very, 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 very ingrained. And so, um, you know, I've been slowly really letting go of that and like, okay, I'm not gonna hold back. I'm not going to close my heart. I'm gonna, I'm going to trust and I'm going to essentially surrender. Um, and, And as I was saying at the beginning, that's becoming a lot more natural and a lot easier and a lot just more gentle. It doesn't feel like, oh, I've got to make this big monumental leap. Like it's just right here and it's available and it's not so scary. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I do still have like about a 1% that wants to hold back. You know, it's like that, that last sort of like gripping on 
of, of fear and of like, I've always done it this way. And I have this, this identity or this solid ground, if I just hold on to this one little piece. And so, um, I'm just feeling really like, okay, like let's, let's start relaxing that last piece and just see what happens. And, you know, Roger's little face of unconditional love is like, this is all that (laughs) happens. This is it. It's just, it's just love. And it's just, you know, cuddles and kisses. That's all there is. There's nothing to be scared of, you know? I love, I love that. Did you hear that Roger? Yes, he is a little, he's a little frequency beacon. Um, Let me just see what's coming through with that. You know what I just, let's just go back into that frequency because we are in the third code and you are getting ready to move in the fourth code. And I've actually been sitting in the fourth code quite quite a bit. Some of the stuff that's coming through with that has just been crazy. But uh, anyways, but going back to that place where how fine-tuned we can get this, right? And a big part of that is just awareness. And then awareness creates choice. And just like you said, like there's going to be times where we're going to choose to experience something through our programming. But really, even when we're experiencing, like choosing to experience the divine, we're still having a little bit of the experience through a programming until we like fully become that intelligence, right? And And that's why I always say, you know, that's what you can hold right now, but that's still not it, right? Just keep going because it's going to get better and better and better. And it's proving itself. Like, yes. I mean, it is so good. But let's go back to that place because, you know, the law of attraction is such a huge topic out there and really it's just a looping cycle. It's a looping cycle of the ego projecting what it wants in order to create another programmed reality. And it's putting an expectation on a frequency of observation through our programming. So I'm curious at what point, like what is it that happened when you realized that? I think for me, the the biggest sort of crack in the law of attraction came when I got really into the um, fourth element of like nothing exists outside of myself because I realized, okay, so, and, and you do such a good job with this in terms of what's, what's the why behind any sort of thing that you want to create with the law of attraction. So, you know, say it's like, I want money. Well, why do I want money? And I realized that there were all these various things, you know, I was attaching to money. Well, then I'll be safe. Well, then I'll feel confident. Well, then I'll, you know, feel a certain level of, yeah, self-confidence, self-worth. Like I can walk into a room and I can express myself and I can do all these various things. And it just clicked one day that like, well, if nothing exists outside of myself and all those things that I'm putting onto money are actually states of being, that I want to experience. Like I can give myself the direct experience of that right now. And, you know, that's not, this wasn't sort of the first time I'd heard that general idea before, but it really like hit home with me one day. And it used to be more of like a want, want, like, well, I still want the money. Like don't give (laughs) these other things. But when I really, really, really leaned into okay, well, let's just play with, say I give myself 
all these things that I think the money is going to bring me. Um, I, it was like, I guess I could inhabit the frequency as you're saying that I was projecting onto it. So I actually did in that moment, like give myself the identity of that future that I thought I wanted. And it was so satisfying that then the thing just didn't matter anymore. You know, it just, all of that attachment fell away because it was like, well, I have the experience of it right now and I'm having it in a, in such a way that's like complete and immersive. It was so much more than all the like, you know, old paradigm visualizing practices and all of that, that were like, every time I was doing that before finding your work, I was doing it to try to create an experience. Whereas this is like, I'm not trying to create something. I'm tapping into a frequency of experience that already exists with, within me. And so I, I own it. You know, I have it fully in a way that I never once accessed when I was trying to visualize, trying to, you know, trying to manifest something. Um, and so it just kind of like cracked open that tendency to put a program on something out there, I guess. Um, and it just was so much like, it's just so much more fun to do it that way too, because it's like, I can, I can have it immediately. And then, and the other thing that was coming through Jules, when you were talking was like, my experience of the intelligence so much of the time is like, it's so exciting in that it's like, there's a level of curiosity and adventure. And like, I'm always just discovering more. And so it feels really fun and really exciting. And it, I can tell when I'm in that energy of if I can tap into the energy or the frequency of my next, even though it's formless and it's abstract and I can't necessarily see what it's going to be, it feels so much more exciting than what my mind is coming up with. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, well, I just want to live here. I just want to live in this, this juicy, yummy, like energy of what the divine has planned. And I can't wait to see it unfold. And that's so much more exciting than, okay, I want to create this much money and I want to create this job. And I want to, you know, because all of that, I realized, oh, that's coming from such a place of wanting to be safe that it's actually really limiting. It's not expansive. And this energy of like the next in terms of what the divine intelligence has in store is like, my mind just goes like, can't even contain it. You know, did I answer your question at all? (laughs) Yeah, no, you did a really good job. I, I call it like, you know, the breadcrumbs, right? Is that once we let's say we have the intention it's okay now that intelligence has been turned on in me like we just googled it and now instead of getting all of the google searches we only get the ones that have the exact information that we need but we're only given one little bit of it at a time so it becomes like the 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 scavenger hunt right because you go and you find a clue and you're like oh i found a clue and then you have to sit in the clue or you do something with the clue and then you're given another one and gosh it is just 
I mean, it is pure magic when we can just trust that we're always going to be given the next clue. And this is coming to me now, too, is the clue isn't always going to be what we think it is either, right? Like that part of our ego wants to create stories around our clues and almost like categorize them. And the more that we can just let go of all of it and just let the clues just keep coming and just do what we're supposed to do and have as little programming put around that clue as possible, that right there is being extremely close to living as a quantum human. I, yeah, I mean, and this is all, this way of living is, is very new to me. And it's the, I will get scared sometimes because you can feel the immensity of it and the power, the power of it. And so it's like, am I, am I really that powerful? Am I really going to surrender to something this enormous, you know? Um, but again, it's just like going back to that piece of like, okay, but what is it that I'm surrendering to and what's the alternative, you know? And I love that how simple you just made that. And I swear my symbol of this is going to be like Roger's little face from now on. Oh my gosh, I love it. (laughs) Because it is, it's like your, my mind wants to make it this big, big, big deal, you know, like this huge choice. And it's like, it's really not, it's, it's, it's just, I'm choosing, um, like this amazing, beautiful adventure in this moment. And it's so, I think for me too, the, the piece that's been really surprising, I guess, is like how gentle it is, you know, it's not, it's not like a big push, you know, it's not like something that's so stark. It's like, it's like that, like gentle sort of like wave coming in at the shore, you know? I love that you said that because I think that's like an old paradigm thing is, oh, if I say yes to that intelligence that my whole life is going to fall apart and all these bad things are going to start happening. And, you know, it's just not true. You know, there's going to be times where we're going to have to make big decisions, but they don't feel big in the moment because they're so held in the frequency. And if we're attuning to that frequency at the same time, it just goes smoothly. And that's, I think the practice is to consistently stay in the frequency instead of stepping out of it, because it's when we step out of it and we let our programming start saying what it is that all the interference comes through. That's yes. 100%. it. 100%. (laughs) Because when, when you're in it and it's also, it's like, you realize how natural it is and how unnatural living from programming is, you know? And it's like, it just, it is, it's like feeling like you're in a, I don't know, a warm hug, like all the time. And, and you're exactly right. It's like, there's nothing that feels like a big leap or a big hard thing when you're in it, because it's all it's leading you, you know, with all of those little breadcrumbs to the next, to the next, to the next. And, um, you know, when you put it in these terms, it's like, why, why do I ever step out? You know? Um, but I love, I love that I'm here ever. I love that I have the tools and I swear with this journey, it's just making it all so available. 
you know, I mean, I could feel it the, basically the second you started, it was like everything shifted. And I was just like, I cannot wait to see what this is going to be because I can feel that this field is getting really, 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 um, strong. And it's like lifting, it's lifting everybody up together. Um, and it's just so fun too. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's everything. It's like, it's comforting, but it's also really exciting and really like fun. I love it. Yes. And everything you, you just said is, it's just going to keep getting stronger, right? We're just going to be, and if for, if you're listening to this and you're not part of the journey, you can step into the field at any time. Like it's, it honestly, I don't see it ending. I see this being something that we just continue to at my goal is that we have pins right for every time somebody does an activation and my goal if you want to say or the I shouldn't say that because I was told this I was straight up told turn the earth gold so meaning have so many pins that the entire map turns gold and that just straight up just gave me full body electric chills and uh and we're gonna do it you know we're gonna do it I know we are so get out there and do your codes (laughs) I'm yeah those codes are insane and I've got to tell you even the the very first class we had which was before we had started the individual activations I mean I think I said this in this class that it was like the message coming through for me was like this is the beginning of the rest of your life like this is because, you know, we, we've talked about Jules, like that it, at first it's just sort of learning what it's like to be in frequency and eventually, um, you get used to that enough or you attune enough to that, that you sort of flip to the other side to where I guess the majority of your time is spent in frequency. And I really powerfully felt that happening as you were doing those first, that the first code and, it was like, this is the beginning. Like this is, you know, point zero. And now we're creating something from a completely new foundation. Um, and I just, I, I'm so excited. It feels very universal and it feels very personal too. You know, it's like in my life, things are absolutely changing, but it also just feels like, you know, that's happening for literally everyone. I agree. I, that's really powerful statement. Well, okay. So we're going to wrap it up here. Is there any last minute kind of shout out that you would like to share? I mean, I would just really encourage anyone that's thinking about doing this. Like you got to do it. You got to do it. (laughs) It's so fun. This group is so amazing. Um, And it's just truly like, it's just so unlike anything that's out there, Jules, your work is just, it's not even next level, it's quantum level. It is exponentially um, more than anything certainly I had ever done. And I had done a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things before I found you, Jules. And um, all of your work is incredible, but this DMT journey, something is really happening and it's very... um, 
it's just making it so easy. It's just making it so easy. If you want everything you've ever wanted, just join the DMT journey and it's just going <laughs> to show up in the background of your life. I think that's, I think that's a good way to end. Don't you? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. And then I'm going to just do a little shout out to all of those that are a part of the journey. Get out and go do your coding because it matters. It's like, truly it matters. You guys, like this is all of us doing something together and it will make your experience in this tenfold to participate in that way. And just trust me on that. It, so get out and code. Don't do just one, do them all and do what you do it in the way that you can. Even if you do all of them in the same location, it still matters. I, I will speak to the one that I did. Um, and I'm making commitment to do the next two this week, but the one that I did, um, you know, it is not natural for me to like record myself, you know, doing an activation. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to push myself to do it, you know, because Jules has invited us to do this. She's invited us to step to the level past, which we're comfortable, um, which is another thing that's radically changed for me find, since finding your work is like my relationship to discomfort. But, um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I was expecting to be self-conscious because that type of thing would normally make me self-conscious. But as I was doing it, I literally felt that sense of self-consciousness, like leaving my body. I mean, it was such a full body experience doing the activation and it just disappeared. It was really, really trippy. Um, and so I was like, okay, like, that's what you're saying, Jules, is like, you're given all of the evidence as you begin that things are really shifting in a very powerful way. And it was like, I got that evidence immediately that an identity of, of, you know, maybe it's not safe to fully express myself or it's not safe to put this like spiritual part of myself out there. That's yeah. just like, you know, in the process of absolutely disappearing, you know, so it was amazing. And I'm so just so grateful to be a part of it. Well, I am so grateful that you're a part of it. And we're grateful to everybody that is listening, whether you're a part of the journey or not, you're still part of it just by listening, you're tapping in. And maybe just kind of feel like, do I feel a little different just by hanging out with Rebecca and Jules for however long we've been talking and what little nuggets or information maybe kind of sparked your consciousness and now go sit in what that spark was and see what information it has for you and go act on that right like don't just think about it actually start living it so that's the invitation here is Let's not just talk about what it is to become the quantum experience. Let's not talk about the manifestation laws of attraction. Let's just live the intelligence and let it show us what it is that we're here for. I, you know, I heard this person say yesterday, we're here to have, we're spiritual beings having a, a human experience. And I say straight up, no, we're not. That is not why we're here. Like, that's why we keep looping. But what if it is that we're here to advance the human experience into the quantum field so that there's no separation between the spiritual experience and the human experience? It's one experience. And that's the intelligence. 
that source frequency, 963. So signing off on that. <laughs> I, right. I mean, what? yes, full, my full body chills. And I mean, it's happening. It's happening. And it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And it's just whether or not you get in right now and get to get to play with it in its inception, you know? All right. But like, there is no space, no time. So even if you're listening to this way down the line, you know, there's, there's no wrong time to step in. Because like I said, what we've started here is only the beginning. I really do feel like there's going to be just, this is going to be a journey that we're all going to continue to take and more and more people will like, we really are going to turn the world gold. So if you, that lights you up and you do want to be a part of the ascension of what it is to be human, to actually become bioquantum and find out what that actually is, join the journey. And we welcome you with open arms. And if not, and you want to be on the sidelines and keep watching and listening well, we, we honor you and love you for that too. Okay. Thank you, Rebecca. So Thank much you love, so everyone. Much, How do I stop the recording there? <laughs> Thank you for listening. We want to invite you to explore more ways to activate DMT at becomingbioquantum.com.